Ladies and gentlemen, it is May 15th of 2016. This is the Chopping Block, a weekly podcast where we bring you all kinds of news and about video games and movies. And If you don't know this by now, then what the fuck are you doing here? Well, the idea is to get new listeners every week, Joey, so don't be an no. asshole to anybody who no. might be new. No, if you're new, leave. We don't fucking want you here. Joey, I'm going to ask you to leave now. <laughs> um, so each and every week we stop by, we bring you uh, the... The biggest hits of the week, biggest news of the week in video games and movies. Or at least what's important to us. Yeah, that, that's also true because sometimes we'll have big news where I'm just like, eh, I don't, like, really I don't care all that care much. This. Anyways, uh, I am Jonathan, uh, your host with my co-host here. I'm Joey. Yeah. Hi. So, Hi, everybody. Um, Joey, we're going to start this show off like we do uh, each and every week. What have you been up to this last week? Um, lots of Battlefront. A lot more Battlefront. Uh, they, okay, so it was on sale uh, with Games of Gold and shit, and they got the... Well, what's the best edition called? Like the ultimate the edition, ultimate with edition. The, uh, like game like, and the season pass. Yeah, it was like seventy bucks. So I just I snagged that, and it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. I've like forgot how fun like online multiplayer can be, and this is kind of like one of those one of those experiences where it's just like the setting is perfect, and the way they treat the uh, you know. You know the uh, the combat, yeah, and the gameplay is just very smooth, and it's, it it's, feels like you're in the movie. It's very much not a Call of Duty shooter. Um, it's a little faster than like a Battlefield shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it, it is fun. It's just a game where you can easily pick it up, play for thirty minutes, and then put it back down again. Yeah, and, you know, it walk also away really from helps it. that there's no like storyline in it. Um, you know, to kind of like bog you down because I mean, if you're like me, then you want to play through the story before you hit the multiplayer. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's just some weird gaming OCD thing that I have, and uh, so yeah, it's just been a lot of fun fucking playing that. Um, let's see, movie wise, I haven't had a lot of chance to um, to hit the theater after Civil War because you know, the movie's been packed like gangbusters since Civil War came out. I mean, yeah. it's the second week, and like the theater here in town is like the main theater i go to here in town is still like jam-packed still lines like crazy so i'm like well maybe i'm gonna sit out for a little bit besides like next week seems to be where a lot of interesting movies are gonna be coming out um not sure i just had it in my head oh uh the the good guys are yeah yeah, um, yeah. with uh, russell crowe and uh we've talked about i think on this podcast uh, yeah at least once or twice now yeah so like that's coming out next week and i'm gonna go see that uh, and you know, hopefully, it's not going to be super busy. Um, it's probably not going to be really busy, but I think if anything, the theater might still busy be busy, but I but doubt that, that movie will be, be be packed or anything. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Um, also, I uh, went to Best Buy and I picked up the entire box set of Halloween movies. I was telling about you yeah. this to you yesterday. Um, I got the entire box set of the Halloween movies, all ten. 
Halloween movies for like 70 bucks. It's too many, too much Halloween. No, it's not. It's not enough. There needs to be more. Uh, so I have the original like run of it, the one through eight, and then the two Rob Zombie um, uh, films that he made. Yeah. Um, and I kind of want to make you watch them all. Like, I'm not going to sit and I don't watch two fucking ten movies. I am going to make you watch. No, you won't because I will lock my doors <laughs> and make sure that you don't get it. I will find a way in. I will find a way in, but uh, if anything, you should experience like numbers like three through like. Five. I'll watch some of the weird ones, but I'm not going to sit and watch all. Like, of okay, them. fine. Then I'm going to make you watch the weird ones. I'm going to make you watch Season of the Witch. I'm going to make you watch Return of Michael Myers and Revenge of Michael Myers because those are ridiculous. And then the sixth one has Paul Rudd for some reason. That's really weird. Yeah, he's he plays a, a character from the first movie, one of the little kids in the first movie who grows up and becomes a superhero. No. <laughs> he becomes Ant-Man. I, I'm crossing the streams now. He's like, but yeah, so like I, I picked that up. I, I uh, started watching the first one again just because of favorite horror film of mine um but yeah uh, other than that that's all i've been doing i haven't had time for much else yeah other than buying crap i don't need on online that's always the way it is it's it's so much fun to buy things you don't need and then getting them and then two weeks later like having no money and then you're like (laughs) oh fuck maybe i shouldn't have bought this thing But then you're like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Who cares? It's like PayPal just makes it way too easy. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, PayPal. I love you so much, but you just like, <laughs> just like it's fuck like you. I hate you, but I love you. <laughs> Don't leave me, PayPal. <laughs> I love you. So what have you um, been doing, Johnny? As far as myself, I don't think I've really watched uh, any new movies or anything. Um, I picked up Doom on Friday and blasted through the campaign of that. Really short. It's like, uh, so I played it for a couple hours on Friday, and then I pretty much played it all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, when you came over yesterday, I had just finished playing the uh, campaign maybe like two hours before that. So it was, you know, like an eight and a half, maybe nine yeah, hour. Normal, somewhere, you know, somewhere in there. The story is... Okay, well, the portal to hell has been opened by someone, and then you go to hell, and then you go back to Earth or to Mars, and then you have to close the portal, so you have to go back to hell and defeat one giant monster, and then done. So, I mean, like, it's doom. You don't need an uh, epic storyline. It's exactly. like, just give me an excuse to kill things with this double barrel shotgun and this chainsaw. It was. It's, it's a crazy fun experience, that's for sure. I yeah. played through the campaign. Um, on Hurt Me Plenty. Um, <laughs> oh, man. But I definitely want to go back and play one of the higher difficulties. Uh, there's like, they have all the old ones, and the highest one I think is Ultra Violent or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they have one on top of that, which is like Ultra Violent Permadeath. No. So you play through it and you play for as long as you can. And when you die, that's it. You're dead and you can't start over. No. So there's a marker that shows up in the world for the next time you go through. The where you died. Yeah. That's kind of neat. I I like the way they do that. Um, The game's surprisingly pretty fun. I was a little nervous because um, most, most... Companies always send out a uh, a press copy of their games about a week or so before the uh, game comes out, so they c- it can be reviewed and that yeah. whole thing. Um, 
they didn't do that with Doom, and I think that kind of like usually usually when people do that, it's because like this game is shit. We want to try <laughs> and get as many out before you know reviews get out. Um, but it, it's not bad. I mean, yeah. I, I enjoy it. Um, the multiplayer we played the beta a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, and that was fun. Uh, multiplayer still just as fun, except now there's four demons instead of just the one with the rocket that you can the play re- as the, Re- the Revenant, Revenant. I think. Yeah. yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio just goes nuts. Yeah, it's Leonardo DiCaprio with a bear on his shoulders. <laughs> it's like no, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio with, ro- with rocket launchers on his shoulders that shoot bears. Yeah, yeah. Exactly I, I think I like that a little better. Uh, but you can play as like the Baron from Hell, which is just a straight up melee guy. He's pretty much the giant demon. Like the skull head dude. Well, he's got like the horns going okay, okay. forward. He's got the horns going forward. And he's just this giant hulking red guy with like hooves. Oh, okay. So he's yeah. pretty much a devil looking guy. He's super buff Satan. devil. Satan. Um, Satan there's the Mancubus, which is from uh, the, what? the Mancubus. <laughs> And he is Mankey all roided up past primate stature. If you uh, if you've seen any of the uh, Doom trailers, he's the really big fat guy that's got like two cannons for arms. Oh, okay. See, like, he's just got this, like, gut that's hanging out to the floor, and he's got a really gross <laughs> mouth. So you can play as him. Sounds and like then, my kind of character. And then there's one more character, which is a Prowler, and he can kind of, like, warp and, like, you know, like, warp forward and, like, kill people. So that's cool. They have more demons, and then they have more demons planted with DLC and everything. Mm-hmm. So the multiplayer is fun. I haven't really had a chance to mess with any of the snap map stuff. Yeah. Which, you know, that's hit and miss it's, I guess we'll see how the community reacts to yeah. it but um, pretty sure they're going to add some DLC later down the line that's going to expand like the multiplayer at some point right the multiplayer yes I don't think they're going to do anything for the story even though the story ends in a way where like it leaves it open it can leave it open for like a sequel um the multiplayer, they, they have a season pass for the multiplayer that's going to, I think, do new maps and new uh, new demons that you can play as. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's worth the season pass price, but I guess we'll see in, like when they announce what those demons are and what yeah. they do and everything. Uh, but overall, I would say uh, check this game out. It is kind of, it's $60. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, in my opinion, it's worth 60 bucks. I would pay a solid like forty to fifty dollars for it, but sixty dollars might be just like a just a hair, a slight over. bit too much. Right. I would maybe catch it on sale. I would definitely play it though. So I would, you know, go to Redbox. I don't know if they would even have Doom, but um, if like Redbox has mm-hmm. it, or if there's a place in your town or Game something where you can it. like rent it, yeah, yeah, I would definitely check it out because it is fun. And if you're a fan of the old Dooms. Maybe you won't like it as much, but there's plenty of Easter eggs in there for you where you can play some of the old Doom maps and... Um, it doesn't forget about the roots. Yeah, it It it, loves the roots. It moves fast. Like, whenever we were playing the beta and we had jumped back into something else, like another video game after that, I remember being like, oh my god, this character's going so fucking slow. <laughs> but it's like, you're, you're, you're surprisingly moving fast, there's a lot of like strafing involved, you're like strafing enemies and like, you know... No reloading either. Which no reloading, you're just tap, tap, tap and which which is a little confusing for me sometimes, because sometimes I'll press like X to reload mm-hmm. 
and then I'll pull up a chainsaw and I'm like, oh, I guess I can use this. <laughs> it's like, well, hello there. Um, yeah. So Overall, check it out. I would say, you know, pretty a, fun. A solid Gamefly rental. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Solid Gamefly rental, which might lead into a purchase. Yeah. Yeah. That pretty much is like if you enjoy it enough. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I just realized we both lied about watching movies. We saw a movie last night. And oh, yeah. <laughs> this fucking dumb movie. <laughs> with, with Rowdy Rowdy Piper. It was called Fro- like Hell Comes to Frog Town. And like, like, why did we watch this in the first place? We watched it because uh, how did this get made? This was our most recent episode. Was Hell Comes to Frog Town, and I was meaning to watch it. I was gonna watch it. I think Friday, but I was like, yeah, I could probably wait till the weekend to do this, and yeah. then. And then we started talking about it. And I was like, okay, Let's there's watch a frog it. with boobs. We need to watch this picture. Like, I was so disappointed. I was expecting bear frog titties. I did not get frog tits. I was very upset. But <laughs> movie. that being said, it was a, it's a very very weird movie. I mean, like, I mean, like, there's this whole thing with like the dance of the three snakes, and like, I even called it. I said the three snakes are probably like his dick, and then it's like, no, nah, how could it be his dick? And turns out it he, was his dick. He has three dicks. She like he gets kicked in the dick like three different times, one for each dick head. Yeah, I guess I, I'm not entirely sure how it looks. I kind of want them to look like actual snakes, but we didn't even get to see that either. And I know you're disappointed that I'm, you didn't I'm get to see dis- frog pornography last night. Like, I mean, like I had to look that shit up on like Rule Thirty Four last night, but I mean, come on. I mean, it was it was geared to be it was like it had to be a porno from the very get go. It had to be. Uh, I don't think so. I think whoever made that was just fucking insane, and <laughs> they were like, "All right, so I got this plan for this movie. It's gonna be fucking nuts." He's like, like, "Okay, so I got this idea for this movie, right?" <laughs> Pretty much. And oh man. Yeah, so like I would say, like it's a solid, it's a solid watch, guys. Go go watch Hell go, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yeah, if you have Hulu, if you have a Hulu subscription, you can go watch it. And it's ridiculous. It's dumb. Is like, but like apparently it's not dumb enough to where we stopped watching it ten minutes in, like we did with uh, Food Fight. But yeah, so like I say, it's worth a watch. Yeah, we definitely watch. It's like a, it's definitely a good bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Um, moving on, moving on. Um, so. We split up our show into two segments. We have a gaming segment and a movie segment. Uh, in our gaming news, Joey, we had some really, really big stuff happening, which was very, very exciting for me. We have our new Pokemon starters. Dun, dun, dun. And... Are they rocks? No. No. Two of them are taking the internet by storm. The third one is the redheaded stepchild <laughs> of the internet right now. <laughs> um, so they announced the uh, three starters. Of course, they're a grass fire and a uh, water, water type. Yeah. Um, for our grass type, we have Rowlet. He is a small grass slash flying type Pokemon. He is a small owl, and he looks fucking cute. Okay. Um. Our second one is a fire Pokemon, and he is a cat, and his name is Litten. 
Okay. So he's he's this uh, fire cat that you know is looking pretty cool, and people are uh, taking him and liking him, and he's becoming everybody's new friend. Because I mean I don't know why the internet loves cats, but they do. Okay. And then the last one is the one that nobody seems to really like. What the hell is that? I looked it up. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Which one? The the redhead stepchild one. Uh, what is that is, supposed to be? He is like a seal. Like a seal, maybe slash dog or something. Okay. And I think his name is pronounced uh, like Poplin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, he's the one that everybody hates right now, and it's and it seems like a pretty deep hatred. But um, <laughs> like people are starting to come in like defense of it and everything. Pablo, like I don't even know how to pronounce his stupid name. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm banking for him to have like a pretty cool like evolution. Yeah. But for, like, he looks pretty dumb. He reminds me of my dog, Sarabi. Like, just very, just <laughs> stupidly, just happy and just happy to be there. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, yeah. I have no idea what the fuck that thing's supposed to be. Like so, I said, he's supposed to be like a weird seal, maybe slash dog thing. I don't know. Definitely a seal. Seals are the dogs of the sea. Um, the the cat, it, it just has like a very standoffish look. Mm-hmm. So I can see people flocking to Litten. Okay. Plus he's a fire type Pokemon. I'm sure he'll have like a weird lion slash tiger evolution or something. Yeah. And then Rowlet is just a little ball, which yeah, is adorable. Like, balls are just cute. So, he just, like, and he, he's got little leaves, which make him look like he has a little bow tie. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Johnny, who are you going to start as in this in these new Pokemon games? Um, I think it depends, and we'll see, like, what the final evolutions are. Because, obviously, that's important. This Pokemon, like, the starter you only get for maybe a couple hours of the yeah. game. But probably Rowlet. I've always kind of picked Grass-type Pokemon to start. Like I said, it kind of depends. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what their evolutions look like. In uh, other Pokemon news, so they officially revealed that. In um, in another video that they showed for another like website, like a, another teaser, mm-hmm. they showed the butt of another Pokemon like in the 3D world while you're running around mm-hmm. and it's a Pokemon that isn't one of the already established Pokemon so they showed a new Pokemon but <laughs> <laughs> and it sort of looks like a dog Pokemon everyone's kind of speculating on that he's <laughs> like what kind of ass is this to, does this belong to looks like a dog ass it just, it just makes me think of like who's that Pokemon but just with that Pokemon's butt <laughs> Um, so they, they, I think that might have slipped through the cracks, and nobody really like you know intended that for be that, but to be that. But everybody kind of latched onto it real quick, and they're like, "Holy shit, that's a fucking Pokemon butt that we haven't seen before." <laughs> it's like because if I know anything, I've been staring at Pokemon butt for a very long time. 
I don't know about you guys, but I'm like a Pokemon butt expert, okay? <laughs> I mean, like, you show me the ass in of any Pokemon, I can tell you exactly I, where I'll it tell you right now. <laughs> I, I know it. Um, and then finally, uh, today, oh, well, I guess technically yesterday, um, there was a Japanese TV show that showed some more uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon clips. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like there's going to be some slight changes with the battle system because they showed it and they showed a Pokemon using an attack on another Pokemon. But while they're doing that, you can also see the trainer in the back, which is something that they've never done before. It's always kind of just been like, here's your po-. Like in the beginning, you'll see the trainer and mm-hmm. they'll throw the Pokeball. And that's it. Then I'll just show the two Pokemon. Yeah. But in the little uh, snippet that they showed, you see the trainer behind the Pokemon. And then you also see, like, spectators, like, off to the side. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes it seem a little more like the TV show. Like, you know, where it's like an actual battle kind of going on as opposed to just like, oh, these two Pokemon are fighting and you're kind of off screen somewhere. Yeah. Mm So, uh, I don't know if that was just, like, a specific battle. Maybe that was, like, uh, like a special battle, like mm-hmm. uh, a uh, uh, gym leader battle or your, like, rival battle or something. Who knows? Um, but if they do go with that, I think that that'll be really cool looking overall. Yeah. Kind of be a little more immersive and, I don't know, a little more like the TV show that we grew up with. Yeah. So... That's going to wrap it up for Pokemon News this week. I'm sure there's going to be more and more. I think they said that they're going to announce more next month, so I'm sure we'll be back and revisit the topic real soon. Um, In other news, Joey, uh, Disney had a like earnings call with Mm -hmm. some of its uh, investors, and they announced that they're going to be canceling Disney Infinity. Really? Yeah. Um, they're canceling Disney Infinity, uh, closing the game studio that was making the game, mm-hmm. and they are no longer going to be self-publishing games. Wow. Yeah. So it's it kind of like a lot of news coming out of like just a kind of earnings call kind of a thing. Um, I think they realized that by um, doling out their properties to other like game studios they can kind of mitigate the costs of development and everything well still kind of so like some kind of return on it exactly so like with star wars battlefront we were talking about that a little earlier Mm -hmm. they kind of just gave the uh, that license to the license to EA. ea and just let them accept the uh the cost of making it exactly yeah and then they take the licensing fee right and then i think like a probably a portion of the revenue from it right and and then that's the end of their deal. <coughs> so it's like free money for them, essentially. Yeah, I mean, like at this point, like I mean, like you can argue that no, it costs money to you know license to do this, but it's like you know, uh, fucking Disney is at the point, and you know, the cor- they're so up the corporate food chain, yeah, that the only thing they can do is just make fucking more money. I mean, like you could say like, oh, they can only lose money from here. Is like Disney's never going to lose money. Yeah. Like, unless, like, something horrific happens. And then, like, it has to be, like, really horrific in order for it to happen. So Yeah, which I really doubt it will. But, so, they're uh, they're closing the studio. The studio had uh, plans for Disney Infinity 4.0 and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's some kind of, like, you know, there's speculation going around as to, like, 
why this happened or how this kind of got out of hand. Yeah. Um, part of it, I guess, uh, from what I've seen kind of floating around the internet was after Disney Infinity, uh, the first one, 1 1.0, I guess, mm -hmm. um, there was a shortage of uh, characters. So they like doubled and tripled down on the More making of the characters mm -hmm. for for 2.0. But they just didn't sell as much. Mm. There's other reasons, I'm sure, but I'm sure that didn't help to put that much investment in there and, yeah, you know, have it just kind of sitting on a shelf. I mean, because, I mean, like, I know, like, some of the stuff was based on properties of movies before the movies came out, like, right. like Lone Ranger. Yeah. And that movie did horrible, too. That movie yeah. did not do well for them at all. And so they kind of, like, even stopped kind of coming out with live action Disney movies up until, you know, the Jungle Book, which made right. Busters. But, um, so I think that kind of is, is probably scaring them away. And maybe they're getting their ass trounced by fucking Skylanders. Who knows? Well, the thing is, apparently, um, from what I've heard, um, like, you know, business people talking about on the internet, all the business um, so you had Skylanders and Disney Infinity, and those were the two, like, toys-to-life toys games, right? Mm -hmm. And then last year we had Lego join into the mix. Really? Yeah, with Lego Dimensions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what I've heard, though, is that Lego entering the toys-to-life market didn't increase the market. It didn't make the market bigger. Yeah. It just took away from... Those others that were already there. They just went like, I'm so not they, playing with this anymore. I'm going to play with this new toy. Yeah, but they didn't attract any a significant amount of new customers for Lego Dimensions. Mm -hmm. They just took away from the ones that were already there. <laughs> so I'm sure, you know, the toy-to-life market is kind of... Uh, Maybe not the best market to be in right now. Yeah, I mean, it's way too gimmicky, and it's too aimed at... It, it is aimed at a very younger audience when it comes to video games, and, you know, that audience grows up, and or they just, like, you know, kids lose interest in, like, their toys, like, all the time. Yeah. You know, they'll play with something for months, and then all of a sudden, they just drop it, and it's gone. Well, that, and it doesn't help either that something like LEGO Dimensions, I believe you can play with kids characters in like even if they're of different properties you can play with different characters in that same little yeah. world um with disney infinity you couldn't do that you couldn't cross the streams essentially really yeah uh in the toy box mode which is just like the open mode you can play whoever you want mm -hmm. but in like the specific story modes for like let's say i don't know if they had a lone ranger story mode but let's say they had a lone ranger story mode you couldn't play that unless you had one of the characters and another character that you might have can't just drop into that world. Oh, that's kind of lame. So, uh, you know, that, that kind of doesn't help a whole lot either, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sad to see it go. I always thought uh, the art style of Disney Infinity I always thought was good. really, really neat. Yeah. Um, especially with their, like, Star Wars stuff that they came out more recently with 3.0 and everything. Mm -hmm. um, they said that they're still coming out with, like, the last one that they're going to do, I think, is a Finding Dory set. And I think that'll be kind of, like, their last one. But 
At this point, uh, I've seen people talk about how like Walmart has pulled all of their stock off the <laughs> shelf, so they just have like a giant open section of like you know. This is this, the Disney Infinity banner over it, and then has like Disney, Disney Infinity banners on the sides, and there is nothing on the pegs. Nice. So you know, I, I think retailers are like, okay, yeah, we're done with this. We're done with this. Yeah, scrap the shelf space. We can put something else on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can. I can definitely see that happening. Man, that sucks. Yeah, that that's horrible. Really sucks. Um, so, last thing I have in news, um, and this is just kind of like a something that was talked about really recently. Uh, so, we're gonna have Battlefront or not Battlefront Battlefield One this year in mm-hmm. 2016. Um, they said that we would have Battlefront Two in 2017. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I'm we kind of oh, we kind of had a bit of a discussion about it a while ago. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of okay with it. I'd rather them. <clears throat> go in and add more stuff to this game that they might not be able to just, you know, add via DLC or without charging another $60. Yeah. Um, we're talking about new maps. Uh, they're not going to be bogged down by original trilogy, so we'll see, uh, you know, hopefully First Order Stormtroopers versus, like, Resistance from, you mm-hmm. know, like, Episode 7. Um I would prefer a more single-player focused area as well. Maybe not like a full-on story, but like things you can do by yourself. Because right now they have the missions, but it's just like, we're going to put you in this little square and you're just going to survive for as long as you can, pretty much. Yeah, I'd rather have a little more like, okay, well, we're going to go from this area to this area. And then you're going to take fly a snow speeder in this area. And then land it over here and do something else, or you know, just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I I still feel like I feel like games overall we're at a point where at least you know Sony and Microsoft are definitely at a point where they can release a game and then just like or at least a publisher can release a game and then just have it be that game and then just release DLC on top of it and manipulate and change things as they see fit later down the line I just don't the only I, thing I, I guess I just that, don't know it's, it's sort of tough because you you saw Destiny try and do that 2 years ago and yeah. Well, the hardcore fans are still there. Not a lot of people are playing it. And and on top of that, um, the company came out and uh, put out a like real life money shop into it where you can buy uh, funds in game with your real life cash to purchase like emotes and other cosmetic stuff. Mm -hmm. And they had to do that because they had no money to continue like supporting (laughs) this game, you know, because when you, when you put out a new game, you get all the money that you hopefully invested into it, if not more when the game comes out. Now, if you just keep supporting that game, your return on investment is going to get lower and lower and lower and lower and lower the further away from that release date you get. And it makes it hard to continue spending all that money on development 
if you're not going to have that giant influx of sales when you release a game, you know? Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Then it's just that I don't, I don't know. I think they could easily get away with like a full game expansion for sixty bucks on top of that game, and then you know they can just go like, hey, you know, essentially part two of this game is out, and you don't have to like fucking you know you know like switch over like or like you, you, all your progress from the first game gone now you gotta start over again in the second game start and like i think they could keep that and, and then like add like a good like 60 dollar expansion on top of that and just fucking go from there but i guess i just don't know enough of well, what the like only battlefront th- 2 is going to be offering yeah to the only thing differentiate with, it with what you're saying is um you can offer people that $60 expansion, but that doesn't mean they're going to buy it. You have to be really, really confident in your product yeah. to be I mean, able the to same, do that. The same thing goes for games, man. I mean, like, like just because you really, like say, oh, here's the sequel for this, you know, like $60 game that came out a year ago. Here's a sequel right now. And then it's like, no, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy the sequel because, I mean, like, it's been a year and they haven't even finished giving me the DLCs that I bought. Right. But at least with... You know, if you put out a new game, you can get people who might have skipped out on the first one as opposed to the person who might have skipped out on the first one. And now you're saying you need the base game plus an additional add on to play this mm. game. So now you're paying a hundred dollars. That's what exactly what happened to Taken King. Yeah. You know, and they were like, OK, well, you can you'll need you need the base game. So we'll sell you sell you the base game and the DLC for sixty dollars or you can go and you know well I mean at that point then it's just the same as buying like two games I mean you go in you buy two games at GameStop like every so often and you spend like 120 bucks I mean like spending like 100 bucks for like this game that's going to be guaranteed to have like 50 fucking hours of gameplay or like Skyrim level big but like with even more shit to do yeah I don't know like to some people now it might be worth you know that the hundred dollars people are buying people are paying like 100 bucks for you know games now and like for like stupid ridiculous shit attached to it you know yeah and uh like i don't think it's out, outside of their own possibility for them to actually pull this off i think uh and even it, then they can even make that that whole like 60 dollars expansion a standalone thing too that you can go like you can buy the first one you don't need the first one i mean it's a model that they have to work out obviously yeah because it's like if, if you're doing it's a standalone you fuck. might as well just release it as a new game yeah and get all that marketing hype that you can you know but like I would think like people who bought the first game though when you get like if you have to get the second game whether it's like you buy the physical copy or the sequel it's like your stuff transfers over from the first game to the second game or something along those lines I think that would that be, way you don't feel yeah. like you just got fucked in the ass yeah I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. I'm sure they they won't talk about it this year. I'm sure we'll see it at E3 next year mm-hmm. in uh, 2017, and you know we'll get more news as to what it is and if it's worth it. Right? Yeah. Um, I just hope that at least all the DLC for First Battlefront comes out before the second game. I'm hit shelves. Assuming it will be. We have. Uh, I think summer, fall, and then uh, winter release for the remaining three DLCs. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, Bespin in summer, Death Star in fall, and then Question Mark, which I'm assuming is Rogue One in December. Yeah. Or not in December, but I'm assuming it'll be around the time the movie comes out, if that's what it Obviously, is. Obviously, yeah, it's got to be. So, um, Especially so since, winter. like, the movie's coming out, what, like, in this, like, it's coming out, like, pretty much Christmas, right? Right. So, yeah, it's got to come out 
probably at least the first week of December. December or like very early January, but I don't think they would wait that long to put it out or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, so all the DLC should be out, but we'll, uh, I guess we'll kind of keep an eye on it and see. Keep an ear to the ground. Exactly. Um, for now, Joe, let's, uh, I think that's because that's all I have in gaming news this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go and take a quick break, and we will be back with uh, our movie news for the week, guys. So we will be right back. what's next on the chopping block and uh we got quite a bit for this week again yeah Uh, yeah we've had a couple of actually packed news movie weeks i I think it's mostly because i've been trying to keep up with it and there's been a lot of interesting developments at least like small developments that i kind of want to touch on and just kind of see what we think so like uh the first one is uh so like warner brothers kind of updated their uh movie schedule release dates right um now this is mostly for uh godzilla 2 godzilla versus kong and uh the untitled dc movie that they're going to be releasing which is supposed to be uh green lantern Corps, but right you know who knows that they're going to switch things up again if yeah i think i think i remember seeing this with green lantern Corps, but i mean we'll that might change yeah you know it also like it's just like because the dc universe is kind of the dc cinematic universe is kind of in peril at the moment it's teetering at the moment it's teetering really badly so like um who knows that they're even going to continue it would not surprise me if like warner brothers just like shuts you know shuts it down and like pulls the plug and then like smack Zack snyder in the face a couple times and like you promised us you promised us dividends or something <laughs> whatever money you talk um so uh, the first thing up is uh, Godzilla 2 uh, has been moved from its previous June 8th, 2018 release. Um, it's where I guess it would have uh, gone up against Transformers 6, which is just kind of like it's so funny. It, it, it's so crazy to me how studios playing these schedules like two years ahead of time. Yeah. You know, because this is for 2018 right mm-hmm. they're already like oh transformers is going to be out this week we've got to like you know push this back or push this yeah. forward i mean like i mean movie studios always look you know as far ahead as possible yeah. to try and you know figure out okay this is when we can maximize the most amount of revenue for our movie you know it has doesn't have any competition this week during the summer or it has low competition during the week yeah, of that's the just the kind of same thing video games do mm-hmm. especially you know in that fall mm-hmm. season where uh you have all these dead. big hit games there they're always like, oh, we got to move out of Call of Duty's way. Oh, we got to move out of this way. Or like this week is clear. So, so that we're way at least we get, with we get noticed and not get buried under yeah, like this exactly. big movies, you know, like PR and shit. And so uh, it got moved from June 8th to March 22nd of 2019. So like almost a year it yeah. got pushed back, um, which apparently that's also going to go up against uh, Marvel's uh, Captain Marvel movie that they're going to be releasing about that time, which 
I guess is more of a safer bet because you're kind of banking on maybe people are not going to go in droves. We're going to get another Ant Man situation, which is right. where it's still successful, but not as successful as the other Marvel movies. Not that it wouldn't be a good movie, but it's not like a character that we've come to know and like. Exactly. Like they're going to have to put like a star in the role where they can definitely see some return on. Like that's what yeah. they did with Ant Man. I mean, Ant Man did so well because it was like, hey, Paul Rudd's in a superhero movie. This exactly. is going to be great. And then, you know, people go, go and drove that movie. Didn't, it did well. It didn't do as like, you know, like didn't do winter soldier. Good. Right. But it still did pretty good. Um, and, uh, after that, Godzilla vs. Kong was previously set for undisclosed 20, uh, 2020 release. Jesus Christ, like four years from now. Um, and the uh, actual release date is for May 29th, 2020. As far as like Kong so, Skull Island goes, I don't really know the specifics on about, that one. About a year after Godzilla 2. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm assuming, uh, you know, okay, here it goes. Uh, Kong Skull Island slated for March 10th, 2017. Um, so they're definitely trying to build up this like everyone's going for this like expanded universe overlapping so universe so is this kong thing. uh movie do you know if it's going to be a sequel to whatever the hell the last kong movie was kong skull or are they island, rebooting the whole thing again? kong skull island is supposed to be kind of a loose sequel okay. it's supposed to take place after the events of you know peter jackson's uh, king kong yeah um this just seems just such a weird movie to try and make into a, like a like a summer movie blockbuster. It's weird to me. It, the way I see it, it's just kind of strange because it's like, okay, we know who King Kong is. He's a fucking giant monkey. Yeah. We know who Godzilla is. He's a fucking giant lizard. Don't fucking give me two movies that I won't watch. Just give me the fucking movie where they fight and I will watch it. <laughs> I don't need a fucking Kong Skull Island and I don't need a fucking Godzilla 2. I, like, I don't need you establishing these characters because it's not going to be a fucking Avengers situation no. and even if it is a fucking Avengers situation it's gonna be fucking awesome so why would you even like okay. spend them extra money on those two extra movies when you can just show me them fucking fighting I can fucking love the shit out of it and wait for Kong versus Godzilla versus who do you think is gonna win this fight fucking a giant another mecha Godzilla who, who do you think is gonna win this fight because if you answer wrong I'm gonna smack you in the face I would say Godzilla. Yes, obviously it's Godzilla. He's a fucking giant ass like, fucking King lizard. Kong is, like canically is a giant ass monkey and I guess would be considered a kaiju, but here's the thing. He was big enough to crawl on top of the Empire State Building. He had to crawl on top of it fucking like Godzilla's as tall as the Empire State Building. He can punch the Empire State Building. He can punch it down. There's no, there's, you know, like, there's nothing in between this. You know what? Scrap all this shit. (laughs) Scrap all this bullshit and just give me a fucking Rampage the video game, the movie. That's what I want. That's, okay. Fuck fuck them fighting each other. Like, 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 let us write movies for you, please. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck them fighting each other. Have them fight the human race. Like, I... And then they can be best friends and then Godzilla and King Kong can have a fist bump I, moment against the sunset. It's like, I want to say there was like an attempt at a Rampage movie. I'm not entirely sure, but I, th- I want to say there was. But like that would be fucking dope. I would want. I'd see that movie over like 
the, over whatever the hell they're and trying to do. And then you can have a weird right giant here. fucking rat creature destroying cities too. You know, it, it, shit. It's funny too. I'm not sure how good these movies are going to do either because Warner Brothers hasn't had like the best luck the last couple. Like, the, like, like in 2015, they haven't had good luck. I mean, uh, fucking yeah, they've, they've Pan kind of been like almost good. like on a down street. Yeah, they haven't done a lot. And of the good thing movies. is with this. If they don't do it correctly, they're going to be out a shitload of money yeah. because the CG they're it's going to take up. to make a Godzilla versus King Kong movie is astronomical, mm-hmm. to say the least. I mean, like most movies now, or like at least summer blockbusters, are at, at the very least hitting the hundred million dollar cap mark when it comes to the production budget alone, yeah. and that's production, not even considering you know their actual um, their advertisements, marketing, marketing and everything, everything like else. That. So it's just kind of like like what like come on guys, you, like I I know you're hedging, like they're hedging their bets, like they're going like okay, people who like King Kong and like classic movies or whatever, who dug, who still dug like Peter Jackson's King Kong, even yeah. not a lot of people did. I'm one of the very few who did. Um, like, okay, they can probably go see Kong Skull Island. So we're gonna throw in some like actor actors, you know, like fucking yeah. Christoph Waltz and J.K. Simmons, you know, Oscar winner types, and into this movie. And then people who loved like the big action, you know, shit from fucking Godzilla, you know, like we're gonna give them more Godzilla in this Godzilla sequel. And they're so they're hedging their best. They're trying. They're making a movie for both crowds, and then it's gonna be you know, like so like Godzilla versus so Kong guys. Hopefully, hopefully Godzilla vs. Kong attracts both of those crowds. And I understand why they're doing that, but it's just... Yeah. Save yourself the money. Go big on a fucking Godzilla versus Kong movie. Yeah. It'd be it'd be cheaper in the long run if they probably did it that way. Yeah. Because then they're because then they're not risking three movies bombing. They're only risking one movie yeah. bombing. So you know who like who knows. Um, so moving on from that, uh, the Green Lantern Corps supposedly Green Lantern Corps uh, was uh, set to release June nineteenth, twenty twenty. It's been uh, put back a month to July twenty fourth. Uh, 2020. Um, I like how they're like, okay, superheroes, we can't really budge them a lot. But like this, this fucking giant monkey bullshit, yeah, just push it back a year. Like, yeah. whatever. It's like, so, like, I'm not entirely sure, like, what they're thinking on this is because the last couple times they've been trounced by Disney and Pixar movies yeah. when they released their flicks. So, but this, so this is going up against, uh, a, a, like, an untitled Pixar movie that's set to release about the same time. That's so uh, I don't think they're thinking things through that well because like fucking so- obviously it's for two different crowds right but like to put out a brand new property against something that I can assure you has hype behind it right now exactly and even if it's if it's a sequel holy shit like don't move I mean, away like, from that if this but is if it's the incredible new- sequel you're done <laughs> yeah but if it's like if it, even if it's a new property Pixar doesn't dole out shit. Everything that they do has been pretty commercially successful. Yeah, I mean, like I think like the like the first time like mid, like their movies didn't make uh, like as much money as they expected was to Good Dinosaur. Yeah, that was a lot. That was the only one that's like, and been, even then been, like, it, it didn't bomb. Yeah, exactly. It, it just didn't meet their it just underperformed forty bajillion dollar expectation of it. Pretty so. much. So 
you know, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that I'm not sure if these guys are really thinking things through that well. Because, I mean, like, Batman vs. Superman was number one for, like, a week. And then it dropped off spectacularly to where Zootopia became number one again. And that movie was already out, like, two or three weeks before um, Batman vs. Superman. And then they got beat out by Melissa McCarthy with the boss, I think, on week no. three. Yes. So, uh, like, the, the week that that movie came out, they beat Superman. Melissa McCarthy would have been better Wonder Woman. <laughs> I think she could have pulled it off, in all honesty. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, so, like, that's pretty much uh, the big, you know, tentpole blockbuster movie news for, for Warner Brothers. And I'm... Wasn't there, like, a rumor that... Uh, who, which director was rumored to direct uh, Green Lantern Corps? Is it I, George Miller? Yes. I, I think they were talking, like... like George Miller was, was like, a little rumor, rumor going on to do it. And so, if... George Miller does it. There's more hope for that movie um, to uh, to do well because you know they're going to put like, from the director of Mad the Max. Mad Max tri- like trilogy and Mad Max Fury Road, and they're yeah. going to just fucking just and like, Happy put Feet Two and Happy Feet <laughs> Happy One and Two, dude. Don't get it mixed up. And the Happy Feet. Duology, du- duology. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you cannot get enough of these tap dancing penguins. Um, so you know, like I'm like holding out hope that you know, if if it's George Miller that signs think, on for this, I think one I have of the things that it. they need to do to attract more attention to that movie and to make sure that it is somewhat successful is they do need to get some kind of big name director there because. Yeah. You, you're probably not going to... If you're planning on making this a series and you're doing the whole Marvel thing and you don't want to get a very expensive actor, you're going to need some kind of pull there. Exactly. And if it's not going to be a big-name actor, it's got to be a big-name director that you're going to mm-hmm. put behind it. Because or else you just have a small to unknown actor mm-hmm. and a small to unknown director people are going to be like okay well they're just kind of banking on the green lantern name and yeah. they kind of already fucked that up once exactly so, so and you know they're scrapping everything they did with uh with green with ron reynolds green lantern right because they're just doing the lantern core which is not a direct sequel at all it's going to forget everything that happened in that yeah. movie and they're because they're going to have hal jordan and john stewart supposedly and i mean you know buddy cop style in this movie which you know like i think hal jordan should be played by jack chan and I think that John Stewart oh should be God. trained by Chris Tucker, and I will watch that movie like a motherfucker. So what you want is... Um, I want Rush Hour 4, The Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> I've, I've been thinking about this for a while now. I want it. I want it bad. So, um, so like as I said, like if George Miller directs Rush Hour 4, Green Lantern Corps, I'm in. I'm, I'm balls deep. Yeah, in. like I said, they, they need to attach a big-time director to that, because we're all... It has... A, a good chance of being dead in the water, yeah. and it and it sucks to even say that four years in advance. But yeah, <laughs> I mean we'll see how things develop over the next couple of years. But they really need to do something to set themselves apart. Yeah, and if it's not having an A list actor, which I'm sure you cannot afford for some kind of series or mm-hmm. sequels or whatever you want to do. You got to go with the director because at least that's just one person that you're going to be paying a whole lot once, exactly. not an actor who you're going to be paying a whole lot. 
for this movie and the next movie and yeah. the next movie after because that. I think there's this weird misconception that they're doing is that like oh we have to pay these actors like you know in these lead roles like millions of dollars to helm this or to like lead this you know this cast you know in this big blockbuster Chris Evans for the first like uh, Captain America movie and I think even for this for uh, Winter Soldier only, he got paid less than a million dollars he got like yeah and, like and that's because 200 to 700 thousand dollars you pick them up and you make them sign a contract for X amount of movies and then we'll renegotiate after that yeah. so when they take off you get them for this cheap price for yeah. a couple more films. Like same thing happened with uh, Daisy Ridley. I think she only got paid a little over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars for being essentially the lead role in Star exactly. Wars like, episode seven. At least one of the most pivotal roles that's going to be thing in like, three movies. Yeah, like said, John you know? Boyega. Yeah. I think he got paid somewhere uh, about the same. The only person who got paid more was Oscar Isaac, and that's because he had another couple movies under his belt. Yeah, well, because like he's 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 definitely one of the more touted actors on the bill. Right. You know, um, John Boyega. I think the main thing he he did before that was Attack the Block. So like, yeah. which was you know a well received film. But I mean, like, you only have one other movie under your belt. Your asking price can't be like astronomically right. high. But so like, you know, like when it comes to Chris Evans, his contract was something along the lines of like, okay, I get paid this much this movie, and then I get an increase which e- with each consecutive right. movie I'm in. But even then, he was getting paid less than a million dollars in the first movie. And like, okay, all and this, so all he's this like being probably said, barely over a million bucks now. All this being said, and I think feel like I need to disclose this a hundred thousand dollars is nothing to turn your nose up at no but and and you know if i got paid a hundred thousand dollars to be in a movie for to but like you act in a movie for three months i would jump at the chance but you think about like how big star wars is and how well received <sighs> daisy ridley's character yeah. was you're like well, shit, like a hundred thousand dollars exactly compared to how much money that movie made exactly. so um Obviously, like I said, nothing to turn your nose about. I don't want anybody to think that we're giant fucking snobs. A hundred thousand dollars. I want my ass with a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, but okay. So we're gonna switch gears, move from there, and we're gonna move on to uh, the only trailer we have on this list um, is the Assassin's Creed trailer. Yeah, it dropped I believe during uh, Jimmy Kimmel, which I feel like he's been getting a shitload of just like yeah. trailer drops and stuff like that. But yeah, Jimmy Kimmel's been sucking that dick or something. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but anywho, um, so this has uh, uh, Michael Fassberger in it. Um, yeah. You know, Home of the Fassberger, you know, everything. Can you take your order? <laughs> Can you take your order, please? <laughs> home of the Fassberger, Home of the Fassberger. Can I take your order? So, um, uh, the movie looks good. The trailer looks uh, very, very cinematic, and yeah, I think they've yeah. captured the feeling of the game very well. They they've gotten those like uh, the from those what we've seen moments. in the trailer. We've we, they've gotten plenty of those shots from like far away where it shows them jumping over shit or the like leaps of doing faith, the like weird backflips or like fighting. Like there's that one part where the lady like parkour. kills like two people, like one in front of her. One behind her, like the giant like staff or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was pretty dope. And then she does like that weird superhero pose with it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. It looks really good, and the costuming looks really good, and the look of the movie is, I think, very spot on. I'm excited to to see what they're doing with this because if you've been listening to the podcast at all, and I've talked about this before on the show. 
Assassin's Creed has a big problem of slowing down the action. And I'm talking about the video games strictly here. They have a good. They do a good job of slowing down the. They don't do a good job. I hate it. But they do a good job at slowing down the action by throwing in the real life stuff happening, yeah. as opposed to. So if you've been living under a rock. Essentially, the way the game takes, the way the game is set up, is and the way that seems like the movie is going to take place to some extent, um, is that your main character is not the character you really play as. You're in in the game. You're in a virtual reality simulator, going through your ancestors' past. Right. You're like accessing their memories through your genes, essentially. Yeah. And you play through their things because there's some kind of information that your ancestor knows that you need to know to get some artifact or exactly. some, you know, Indiana Jones style artifact or something along those lines. Um, and then, you know, they end up breaking up the action because intermittently it's like you'll be taken out of the VR experience and you'll be tasked to do something in particular yeah. for like the other overarching story storyline, you know, in, in the game. Like with the last one, um, was it Unity? Uh, the one with, based in London? Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. so. So with that one, I didn't even finish that damn game. But I, you play through it, and you do a couple of sequences, which is how the story is split up in the mm-hmm. sequences. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, let's see what's going on with these other people. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about these yeah. other people. Like, And maybe they'll do a better job of establishing these characters where I do want to know what's going on in the real world. Yeah. But for the most part, all the action and fun is in that, like, you know... Augmented, the augmented, the, the you, know, you know, reliving the past, bit. the memories, part yeah, of it. and yeah. uh, it's like so, like, but the way they have the, um, they didn't really show the animus like completely. Yeah, they show like this whole like, uh, so in the in the trailer they show like this weird like foggy white background thing that looks like it's augmented reality or virtual yeah. reality that you know Fastburger walks through and shit, and he uh, just kind of like you know it's like you know the over like what kind of prison is this and yeah. then, like. You know, like there whatever. was that weird scene in that trailer where he gets lifted up by the like giant metal arm. He's like lifted up into the thing. So I'm like, what's going on with that? And yeah. So like, there, there's a lot of interesting um, things in this trailer, and not a lot that gives away the storyline of right. it. Because I mean, it's definitely not like just a retelling of the game. Because like, you know, you're not Desmond Miles from the game from the first game right. all the way through. And I think they said game. that this is like canonical in the Assassin's Creed universe. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have anything to do with the stories that take place in the video games. Yeah. So it's very much a standalone thing, but it still is canonical, I believe. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems... It looks really nice. Uh, it's shot very nicely. Um, I think you have more so realistic interpretations of the assassins and everything and the yeah. Templars. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I, I think we need to wait for another trailer and maybe yeah. find out what's going on with the story. Yeah. If anything, though, this has my interest enough to where I'm pretty sure I'm going to go see it in theaters. Yeah. And um, hoping. Who fingers knows? Crossed, this yeah. might be the first good video game movie. Exactly. Fingers crossed for that. 
fingers definitely crossed for that. I'm really hoping that um, this like brings them up out of the mire because I heard Ratchet and Clank didn't do that at all. Yeah, I heard so, that it's just very okay. I heard that a lot of people complained about it mostly because it was the essentially like just all the cutscenes remastered and then they made that into a movie yeah. and that was it. So that's kind of lame. And, and then, no offense to Warcraft, we'll see how that does, but I don't know if that will. Yeah. It might be a good movie, but I don't know if it'll draw the amount of attention that people are probably like they're definitely trying to draw in people who are fans of like Lord of the Rings and shit right with the definitely with the way it looks the way that like the story is operating it's like you know this weird allegiance between you know uh, you know orcs and humans um, right that shouldn't be there but they're like oh this is a very shaky relationship mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah we'll see how that turns out I just don't know if it'll get the attention that something like Assassin's Creed will especially with like a I would say like an A-list actor yeah. like, you know, and also it's, it's also super insane too because like Warcraft is such a huge beloved you know, series of a game. Right. And people know, might and turn out in droves to, to go watch it. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I honestly can't say, but yeah, but I think there's definitely more hype behind, uh, um, behind this Assassin's Creed movie than there is Warcraft. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm really holding out for war for Assassin's Creed. I'm really hoping that movie's going to turn out good. Um, so moving on from that, there's, uh, some D more DC news. Um, uh, there's a story leak of, uh, of uh, Justice League and um, the story to me is kind of ridiculous and I'm really surprised they're going with this villain because I've never heard of this villain until I've heard of this story leak right um, so have you ever heard of a villain called Steppenwolf not the band not the 1970s band but a villain called Steppenwolf. He steps on wolves. He's he, a stepping wolf. You know, he like you know trots he like, out. And he like does he have good steps? Is he like a dancer? Mad or steps, like, yo! <laughs> like you've never seen steps this far before. So um, here's the, um, so okay, um, here's like the uh, the the tagline for you know this article that I found. Um, See, following the rather disappointing news that D-list villain Steppenwolf is set to be the Justice League's big bad, a new report claims to shed some light on what exactly Darkseid will be getting up to in this movie. So, like, they're already disappointed that the main villain in this is going to be Steppenwolf, which means that more than likely... Darkseid's probably not going to have a whole hell of a lot to do in this movie until the yeah. sequel comes out, if there is a sequel. So, here's the storyline. Around 30,000 years ago, the Amazonians, the Atlanteans, and man successfully fought off Darkseid here on Earth. Um, he left three mother boxes behind, and that... And Darkseid is like the big Thanos. He's the Thanos end world ender kind of guy that... For Essentially, the, the same thing that Thanos Just to put it in context, yeah. you know, like, uber nerds, don't get mad at me, or Johnny here because we compare him to Thanos even though they're very fucking similar. Right, but in, in the in the context of the cinematic universe of Marvel, yeah. he's, he's essentially going to character. play that same kind of role. Yeah, exactly. Um, the so, main, main bad guy. So he left three mother boxes behind and and uh, uh, Steppenwolf is there to, you know, come and get them. And let me see if I, can, I have an expanded one here. Um, fucker. There we go. Uh 
On present day, Steppenwolf leads an army of uh, parademons into Earth to retrieve the mother boxes after communicating with Lex Luthor through the Kryptonian scout ship. Batman decides to assemble the Justice League um, to assemble the mother boxes first and to stop the invasion. He is aided by Wonder Woman. Atlantis and Themyscira have a centuries-long feud, and Aquaman is also embittered towards the human race for polluting the oceans, so he refuses to collaborate at first. The Flash and Cyborg are both the rookie heroes and uh, the youngest members of the team and quickly become friends. Aquaman eventually agrees to help the others and they defeat Steppenwolf, but Darkseid uh, then sets his sights on Earth and Batman realizes they need to revive Superman in order to stop him. And Willem Dafoe's rumored role is as an, Atlant- is an, is as an Atlantean. So this movie sounds fucking ridiculous, and from the sounds of it, the only way they can really structure the story, or the way the story is more likely going to get structured because uh, Zack Snyder can't pace anything worth a fuck, is that uh, Superman's not going to be in the first part of the Justice League until the very end. And then the second movie is going to be all buildings collapsing and people dying and, you know, like, try-hard, edgy bullshit um, that he's to try and, like, shovel into, you know... Man of Steel's fucking lore and shit. I don't know. Obviously, you just reading out a two-hour script in a minute and a half is going to make it sound convoluted. That's just that, <laughs> that you know doesn't um, necessarily mean it's going to be complete trash. I mean, there's plenty of ways to set those points up and get from point A to point B to point C without you know losing the audience. Um, that being said, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it still it still seems like a little bit much. Um, having a villain that you don't really know. I mean, that's I don't think that's that big of a deal as long as they're interesting. If because they make that's them interesting, what, yes. Because that's what Marvel has done. They've pulled their C and D list celebrities and shot them up to you know. Being popular, yeah. but someone like Falcon, you know, like Falcon, yes. he was kind of like that. C, and granted, he wasn't a main villain or anything, no, you know, and he's not a main character as of yet. He doesn't have his own movie, but someone like Falcon, he was that C to D list level celebrity or celebrity C to D list superhero, and they have kind of. Pushed him up to one of uh, you could write your own Falcon yeah. book right now, and people would probably buy it. Yeah, so, but like he, the thing is though, like I mean, like at least Marvel did it right, at least like villain wise, because in Civil like Civil War in uh, fucking the second Captain America movie, Winter Soldier, yeah, um, Bardic the Leaper, who no one fucking knows except for Turbo right. nerds, and um, like was you know like the very first villain. I mean, like if you have a D list C list villain or something like that, you only play them off as like like the catalyst of right. what you want. You don't make them like the overall big bad guy in the And movie. maybe maybe they do, are doing that. Maybe maybe this little leak obviously might not be the know. actual thing. I, I straight up but. just don't have faith in Zack Snyder or Warner Brothers or DC to make competent moves. They prove themselves to be incompetent. If they had a child, their child would be taken away by <laughs> by protective <laughs> services by now. I think their child is Batman versus Superman. They, 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 Child Protective Services needs to get on their job and 
like take like take little Bruce Wayne and take little Clark Kent away from Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder. They're doing horrible things. Just, to just them. give them the Marvel, you know. Just give them to Marvel. They can at least make a decent movie out of them and get them paid and get them to the soup kitchen where they can get some food in their stomachs. Um, so, like other than that, which has kind of gotten some people up in a tizzy about it, just like people are kind of like, what are they thinking with this storyline? You know, who knows if this is even going to be the main storyline, or who knows like if this is actually what they're going through with, like a final draft. Like we yeah, don't know. I'm really hoping it's not. I'm really hoping they don't fuck themselves over with this. Um, but there's enough time, I think, between now and Justice League, where they would kind of see this internet outrage and be like, oh, maybe this isn't the best thing to do right now. Maybe we should try and do something else. Yeah. So, uh, like, other than that, there's been some controversy over, like, this whole DC universe thing. Um, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier in the week, you know, just, you know, yeah. playing on Xbox Live and shit. Um, so, uh, this is all, all kind of revolving around Ben Affleck. Um, ben Affleck was supposedly very disappointed in uh, the performance of... Uh, of uh, Batman versus Superman, right? Um, he, especially after he said something along the lines of like, "It's better than Daredevil." Um, so, which is which is such a like slap in the face because it's just like anything's better than Daredevil. Like, it's a lot just kind of kinda like a very much like. A, well, it wasn't complete ass. Yeah. Well, like It's like you take a pile of shit, and it's not as big as the other pile of shit you're comparing to. It's still a pile of shit. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, so, like, he, like, supposedly, at least allegedly, he was very disappointed in that. And so he, so his faith supposedly is really shaken in, uh, in this whole DC Universe thing. And on top of that, too, I mean, I'm pretty sure this has been covered multiple times by other people more eloquent than us and more yeah. people who are more in the know than us and probably actually bother to do research. I'm just kind of going off of what I've heard online. But then, but then again, those people are probably getting paid to do what they do. That's true. So, so like, you get what you pay for, you paid. You get paid nothing, <laughs> you get shit. You get ignorant fucks. <laughs> you get fat, ignorant fucks. That should be the new name of the podcast. Fat, <laughs> ignorant fucks. Just make it happen. Um, so, uh, essentially, after that, like, he apparently um, his uh, manager is the one who jumped the gun saying, oh yeah, he's Directing, um, directing and writing and starring and fucking uh, you know his standalone Batman film. You know he so he is going to be writing with uh, Chris Terry, yeah, who he that, worked with before. That news came out while before before Batman vs Superman. That news cable was already out there. That he like, was supposedly attached. Yeah. But, but then just within the last like, oh, couple yeah, weeks, yeah, it was officially confirmed. And I was like, oh, wasn't this already like a thing that was happening? Yeah, I already thought that that was the case. Yeah, but I'm, I'm assuming that these are these got to be connected. You know, right. I mean, like it's got to be connected. So like, you know, like if, you're, if your faith is already shaken and then your manager just goes out and blurts out, oh, yeah, he's confirmed to do it. It's all like, dude come on it's like I'm always like he's his faith is already shaken in the series and yeah. more than likely I mean he's a more competent director than uh, Zack Snyder ever could hope to be and you know fucking you know he's direct and Affleck's directed like three movies yeah you know, as opposed to like Snyder's eight and, you know and uh, I don't I don't know man I just think that I, I want to say this is not true but also I would fucking die laughing if it was true because then it's all like like 
Ben Affleck sees what's happening and he wants out. Yeah. So, like, he, at least, like, you know, just analyzing it, he kind of wants out. And, and uh, unfortunately, though, I don't think that's going to happen for him. So, I, the only recourse he has is to make this Batman movie badass as fuck. Yeah. And make, make him, movie. like, I want this, like, like he, if anything, I have, like, if he is going to be a part of this, like, writing, directing wise, I do have faith in him to make it, make Batman a detective again. You know, because that's what fucking Batman is. He's supposed to be a detective, not like some fucking roid monkey, you know, choke slamming criminals into floorboards and, you know, shooting people in the face. (laughs) And, uh, which is apparently what was happening in Batman vs. Superman. Um, so. Yeah, no, I'm like so. Like, who knows? Um, this is just kind of a weird, interesting tidbit from some fat, ignorant fucks. Yeah. Um, so to move on from that, uh, Johnny, you're the one who put this one on on. Uh, the yeah, list. I just and kinda, also like the font is really weird. On yeah, it. I just copy pasted it. So <laughs> just took the font from wherever I copy pasted it from. But uh, there is uh, there is deals that have been signed to uh, with Atari to make a Missile Command movie and a Centipede movie. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much about it. It's Still, just, though. These things have been signed. So, Missile Command, I can see. Mm-hmm. You can make a... You know, we've seen plenty of these fucking movies where it's like, there's an army command center. It's like, oh no, these missiles are going to launch. We need to get the army over there now. And then there's the bad guys and they're like in a fucking hut somewhere going like, missile, missile, missile. And then, you know, like, we've seen plenty of these movies, right? So obviously you can make a movie if you have a decent writer behind it. Yeah. That would be somewhat successful. Yeah. Easy solution to that, make it like a war games type of uh, exactly type of movie. You know, get Matthew Broderick, shrink him down back to a little tiny kid and then you're good to go exactly. um, even though he probably wouldn't try hard because he's already tiny but um, um, centipede seems like it's gonna be centipede is a, the one that challenge that, exactly centipede is the one that i uh, saw and i was like oh that's kind of weird i don't know how they're gonna do that yeah so, especially since like centipede in the game is like what because, exactly like, is this yeah thing? because in, in in uh missile command pretty simple uh you are protecting the monuments of California, pretty much, mm-hmm. or of the U.S., whatever. Uh, but you're protecting, like, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge, and you're protecting all these things, and these missiles are coming, and you need to protect them. Yeah. Pretty simple. In Centipede, you're destroying giant centipedes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so, like, unless this is, like, some, like, weird, like, genetic mutation thing gone wrong, like, Godzilla-esque... Then I don't really know what they can do with it, but is it, this is going to be interesting? Maybe like I think this is maybe showing a resurgence of video game movies. Yeah, I mean I'm very interested to maybe. see what what the whole centipede thing is with the missile command thing. That seems like it's you know. It's easy enough to mess up, but it's easy to get right, too. You know? It's kind of like one of those... We've seen this movie a thousand times. You can make another one. Yeah. It might not be super crazy successful, but you can do it. Mm -hmm. Centipede is the one that I'm a little weirded out about. Yeah. Um, Do you do big... Like, because... Pixels already happened. And Pixels was the was this movie that got all these big properties and they were like oh well let's just play it like 
it is a video game. Yeah. You know, but even though like, you know, like they did it in such a horrible way too. It's like just because you're good at a video game doesn't mean you're going to be able to drive a Mini Cooper throughout the streets of, you know, New York. Right. And it was such precision and accuracy that you're going to be able to you know, like fucking lead these ghosts into whatever. Or yeah, the fuck is so stupid. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with uh, with those two movies. I just thought it was interesting and worth bringing up. Um, obviously, deals just signed. The, the the ink is probably still drying. So yeah, um, we're not going to get see any kind of. I mean, it's not like Atari is like fucking doing anything with these fucking properties exactly. anyway. But so. at the same time, you don't want to like taint the properties and have the memory of them be like oh you mean that shitty movie oh taint that's such a good word <laughs> um so i guess moving on from that yeah it's like two weird decisions with uh, centipede um to even weirder decisions of remakes um so uh johnny do you think jumanji is a movie that should be remade nah i'm very much a fan of the first jumanji well but... too fucking bad because uh <laughs> jumanji Punchy is getting a reboot, and they've just announced the cast, and uh, the cast is going to have Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. You know, he's guaranteed to make money for any movie that he's in. People will love seeing him in movies. Um, And he's actually not too bad in a lot of movies he's in, which is very surprising. He's not a bad actor. He is like I know it's so weird. Like like him and Batista are like surprisingly decent actors. Okay, so it, it makes sense because, I mean... Spoiler alert for wrestling, but it's not real. Exactly. It's all an act. So, yeah, it It doesn't surprise me at all that a wrestler who can take directions and act like they're fucking getting their ass kicked or kicking do their own stunts out there, like, you know, on the mic, like setting up storylines and stuff, you know, like it doesn't surprise me that they can act well at all. Um, now I'm surprised that they've been able to make a transition from one to the other. Yeah. That's a whole different Because, like, The Rock even went back to, like, WWE for, like, a quick little bit. And, yeah. And, like, I'm just kind of like, what? <laughs> so, like, I don't know. It's, like, so, like, uh, it's interesting. And But, like, people like The Rock, so they're going to probably go see it for him. Um, but he's also co-producing this movie. And uh, the new cast members they just announced, um, Jack Black and Kevin Hart. Yeah. So this is kind of a strange cast. Um, It'll be weird but I like all of those people yeah so I don't know I mean like I, I think Jack Black is hilarious even though he's Jack Black in every movie he's in pretty much he doesn't really you know, change up what he is in yeah. any of the movies ever maybe except for like Tropic Thunder but like uh, you know uh, I just I mean you know it's what you're such getting, a weird cast for this you movie. know what you're getting with Kevin Hart mm-hmm. uh, we pretty much know what we're getting with Jack Black uh, and as far as like The Rock goes, I mean, you're gonna get a decent performance out of him. I don't know what exactly that's gonna be like, but uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I think the original Jumanji is great. Um, I really don't think there's any reason for it to be remade. Uh, if you want to have like a new generation of kids watch it, then that's you know totally fine. Yeah. But at the same time, just show them the old Jumanji. It holds up pretty decently. Yeah, it, it, like I mean, like 
Robin Williams, you know, performance in almost any movie he's in is very timeless. Right. You know, and I think I think the yeah, uh, the original Jumanji from nineteen ninety five is just as good then as it was. Yeah. You know, just as good now as it was then. So I don't. Know, I just kind of. It's just kind of one of those weird. Uh, <laughs> Like one of one really weird remake. Um, so, like to get to another remake that they're doing, another reboot that they're doing, they're gonna reboot uh, Ocean's Eleven. Right. Um, now, this movie is also one that doesn't really seem to need a remake. Um, and there is like allegedly they're supposed to make it like an all female cast, like a female centric one. Yeah, I don't really think that's necessarily a good idea a better idea would have been just like oceans 14 to where danny ocean is getting is like kidnapped by some fucking gangsters he pissed off and uh julia roberts leads a team of like an all-female cast from that point or something along those that would make a little more sense uh doing a reboot i don't know i just never think that especially of a movie that doesn't a movie series that uh separated itself from the original you know 1960s version with you know frank sinatra and dean martin and the rest of the rat pack and everybody else um separated itself from that movie and made it its own thing right i think it would just have been better to make a fourth movie and then just have it like julia roberts julia roberts be the lead and have her lead like an all-female cast of some kind when like you know and it's like the movie is easy to is easy to set up i mean like danny ocean brad pitt matt damon everyone else gets fucking kidnapped because you know it's like you know they pissed off they pissed off the wrong guy right and then like they're tasked to save them that's so easy but yet they're gonna be like it's gonna be another fucking jennifer lawrence led schlockfest that's gonna be fucking it's probably just gonna be really lame and boring because they're gonna try and live up and make it so much like the steven soderbergh uh you know oceans 11 yeah it doesn't I, seem like this is a good idea from the guy if they um if they kind of took it in a slightly different direction and they weren't trying to base it off of oceans 11 like they can keep the same name sure but like if they aren't trying to like imitate it almost like a one-on-one essentially so i i think it has a little potential to be uh not so bad but I think your idea is definitely a little better. Just make a sequel to yeah. the last movie. Yeah. And I haven't really done, like, a whole bunch of research on it. It's just that, uh, like, they said, like, you know, Ocean's Eleven reboot, and I'm just kind of like, I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm going to come up with I'll try and look into it, I guess. And, like, because I want, I'd rather it be good than bad. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then moving on from that, oh fuck, I lost my spot. So <laughs> the last bit of, on the, do you need help, Joey? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm lost the, from, from afraid. The last bit of news you have on here is uh, regarding okay. Wolverine three. Yeah, so Patrick Stewart is going to be in Wolverine three. Yeah, so this is probably going to be like a merging of uh, of the timelines, I guess. Um, and uh, hopefully, uh, kind of like because Brian Singer separated the timelines in X Men. X Men's one through three is definitely right. different than First Class. 
uh, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse. Right. Um, so who knows <laughs> what the fuck is going to be happening in this thing. Um, see, Patrick Stewart has confirmed that he will appear in Wolverine 3, Hugh Jackman's third and final standalone film with the Claude X-Men character. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Johnny, what do you think about this? I don't know. Um whatever yeah so I mean it's cool that Patrick Stewart's gonna reprise his whole you know his role I'm assuming he is right I mean yeah he, he's why would they put him in here be. as a new character or anything. Much. um I don't know we'll see I mean uh the Wolverine movies kind of just have been whatever for me yeah. you know for me at least anyways I don't know about other people but for me they just kind of been like eh they're there. Yeah. It is a thing. This one's supposed to be rated R, so they're probably going to go a little more violent with it. So maybe we'll get more of a Wolverine that's a little more Wolverine-y. Yeah. You know, tearing people in half and just being Wolverine, I guess. There are this new R-rated Wolverine movie that they yeah. supposedly had uh, in the works you know, for before Deadpool or whatever, yeah. like, which is a fucking lie. Um, so pretty much that wraps up, uh, you know, my movie news for the week. Um, there's only one other thing. Uh, this is the main thing I saw um, before coming here. Uh, so Madeline LeBeau, who is like is a French actress um, at the age of 92, passed away. Now, to some people, it may not be like a big thing, but she is the last living member of the cast of Casablanca, right? Which is one of like been touted as one of the you know best films ever made. It's constantly on like somebody's list or like on the list of right. like of the the hundred the list of a hundred movies you need to watch before you die. And um, yeah, it's kind of sad to see her go, but also you know she lived probably lived a full you know, great life and, uh, just kind of sad to see like a moment in movie history, just kind of just a close, yeah. you know, like it's definitely, it's over and done with you. You're never going to like that. The people who experienced that movie making that movie and going through that situation, um, you know, is just gone now. So sad to see them go, but, you know, I'm pretty sure they lived a better life. I'm pretty sure they're in a better place now anyway. Yeah. And they're always going to live. They're always going to live on in Casablanca. Exactly. At that point too. And, you know, it's, it's a film that you can go anywhere and pick up. It's that classic that it's stayed alive for so long that I'm sure you can go to Target right now and pick it up. Yeah. You know, so uh, sad news for sure. Bad way to end the podcast, Joey. Sad, sad. News. Sad. All right. Um, I feel bad. That, <laughs> um, all that being said, I think that wraps it up for our movie news. Uh, and uh, Joey, anything we uh, have planned for the next couple weeks here? Um, more. Uh, uh, if you haven't checked it out already, um, we finally started doing something that we have talked about doing for oh, months picks. now. Um, I forgot to do mine this week. That's fine. I have one, but Just, I'll give it to you tomorrow. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so each and every week, Joey and I are going to try and bring you some uh, some picks, some of our things that you can check out. I know sometimes it gets boring in the middle of the week and you need to find something to do. Um 
check in on the website. Uh, we'll have our weekly picks of things you should check out. Um, our first one is already up. I think I'm going to put up my second one today, mm-hmm. uh, probably alongside this podcast. Uh, yours will probably up tomorrow whenever you send that to me. Yeah. Uh, but just kind of keep an eye out on it. We're going to try and do that every should week. Should we kind of tell them right now what it is? I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you want. I mean, I would prefer that they go check it out. Well, I mean, no, just, like, but. not, like, go in-depth with it. Just, like, <laughs> just like straight up just tell them, like, you know, let them know what it is. And then they can, if they're interested, they can go check it out. Because, like, the one I found is apparently there's a band called the Coneheads. And their album is weird and fantastic. And I really yeah. suggest listening to it. And there's they're more. called the fucking Coneheads. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's a that's a very weird name. Yeah. Uh, for me, my first one was just uh, Fire Emblem, the mm-hmm. newest Fire Emblem game. Great game to play. Excellent forty dollar value and twenty dollars on top of that gets you yeah. a second story, and another twenty dollars gets you a third story yeah. to play through. Yeah, so, so with these picks of the week, hours. so with the picks of the week, we're just gonna like. I think we should just like give like at the end, give them a quick overview of like our pick of the week, and then we just like. And then we definitely go more in depth with the way we feel about it and the way we responded to it and, uh, and everything little, on the website. Little writing or little article thing that we write. Yeah, I, I think that's fine. I think I'd rather drive up our page views and just have our audience check it out there. Go see it. But um, except for you, new people, I don't like you. But yeah, so uh, check that out. We're going to try and stay on top of that and keep it pretty fresh. Um, other than that, uh, like always, uh, go like the Facebook page. Go uh, like and rate us on iTunes, and uh, you know, follow, follow us wherever you uh, get podcasts. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to our RSS feeds to, so I know that you guys are out there. Um, other than that, we are going to uh, get out of here this week, uh, but we should be back next week. Yeah. Bearing any uh, anything going on, so uh, we will see you guys later.